Hello, welcome back to Big Mood. Today Hello. we are um, dealing with a heavier topic. It could go heavy. Mm-hmm. Or could be light, depending on if you're from Mexico or not, Tiff. Oh, my know, gosh. Right? <laughs> it will depend on that. Who's here? Uh, I'm Nikki. I'm Tiff. I'm Jess. I'm Gina. And we are big mood. And today is a big mood. <laughs> today yeah. is a big, sad it's mood. Big, it's a big, sad. somber mood. Um, I feel like at this point, uh, it's been a while since... I mean, because we pre-recorded a lot of our episodes, but like Kobe recently. Dude, I'm currently passed. Yeah. Like I feel it like it's heavy in my heart and I I didn't know like how much it would actually affect me cuz it's been rough, man. It's been like a, a good week, I think. Yeah, cuz I feel like I didn't really follow basketball, so Neither I felt I. like I w- it wasn't going to affect me that mm-hmm. much, but it really has and the entire freaking city yeah. feels like it's underwater mm-hmm. right now. It really does. And then seeing everyone with the purple and gold like yeah. like just on my way over here I saw like a motorcycle guy, he had a Lakers jersey and then someone else like in their car I could see that they had a Lakers jersey too and I'm just like Ugh. Even the buses on their scrolling marquee it says RIP Kobe on it Dude, all the, over LA. The liquor store next to my house says RIP Kobe and I'm kind of like that's great but also you're a liquor store it's a little weird. So many said liquor so store. A liquor and store. And I was like Lakers store. No, liquor store. Yeah. Oh. yeah, just like literally every business in LA is like Dude, was, full of Kobe stuff. It was crazy too because the next day after it happened, so you know how it happened on Sunday morning on Monday Casey had a meeting with with our business manager and they usually they go to this cafe that we always go to and when they got there the lady was like closing up and she was she was like oh um yeah you know there's like this there are other restaurants around the city that we all agreed like we're just gonna close and it's you know so we could all family we could all be mourning Kobe like for Kobe and so but then when Casey showed up he was like oh yeah no it's because we were gonna meet or but yeah we totally get it and so she ended up bringing up a, a bringing out a pot of coffee for them to still meet outside, like mm-hmm. in the outs- oh, outside nice. seating. And so every time someone was trying to come in, like Casey was explaining to people like, oh yeah, they closed because, you know, just. For, but we're t- just sitting here. <laughs> yeah, so like yeah, yeah. The people are closing their business for Kobe. Yeah, yeah he well. really impacted a lot of the city. So it got us thinking about just like, how we've dealt with death in our own lives. Mm -hmm. And I know people have different coping mechanisms and um, people have different experiences with losing someone. And um, I feel like on my end, it's been pretty light. I feel like, uh, well, knock on wood, I'm very grateful that I've kept everyone close to me. But um, like I've lost a few grandparents, but they were already, I was already kind of disconnected from them by the time they passed. Like my grandma had Alzheimer's and I felt like when she was alive, Live, but couldn't recognize me was more painful mm, and yeah. hurtful than when she passed. It was you like lost finally. her as she's still here. Yeah, to lose somebody while they're still living is an insane experience because it was like I had all these memories of my grandma and she had none of me anymore. And uh, to make matters worse, she thought she was super young mm. when she had Alzheimer's, and so she would flirt with like my brother and my grandpa and like every she flirt with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and she th- she saw me as a threat. She thought that oh. I was gonna try to <laughs> steal jealous. my brother. Yeah, and so she'd always kick That's me out of the house. Oh, yeah. she thought you were really pretty. <laughs> I guess. Oh my so. gosh. Uh, but she, yeah, she she kicked me out of the house a few times and Aww. really hurt because does hurt. Yeah, but the but last it's also, it's like it's a little bit funny. Too. It's, <laughs> it's a little funny. bit funny. It's like oh, you hussy. And the way <laughs> she would do it too, like she would clearly be talking to my grandpa and being like, I don't like her. I don't like her. Get her out. Uh-huh. And then she'd look 
look at me and she'd go, hi. Oh, wow. Grandma was like, a two-faced bitch. Mental illness right in your face. Hi, how are you? That's hilarious. That is so funny. just tell him to kick me out. Yeah, that's so weird. But the last time I saw her, she hugged me and she said, this one's mine. And yeah, so she got you confused with someone else. She still hates you. Oh my God. She knows it's you too. It's one of those things where it's like, it's hurtful, but like you look back on it, it's like, this is kind of fucking funny, grandma. That's so sweet. And she, oh, one time she told me that she thought, she thought my grandpa was the guy that owns the buildings. And she's like, yeah, that guy, he owns the buildings. He's rich, but I think he wants to have sex with me. Oh my God. I told him he's too old. That's so funny. Oh my God. I've always wondered what happened when they like see themselves in the mirror and oh that too she'd fight with the 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 old lady in the mirror in the bathroom that would steal her stuff wow. so she would see this old lady in the bathroom with all of her rings on and like oh. her jewelry and she'd be like give those back to me those aren't yours wow. wow oh what a mind fuck dude yeah. like she's like like yelling in the mirror at herself yeah Alzheimer's scary dude dude just That's take me out if yeah, I have same. Alzheimer's I just fucking let me go yeah. take same. me to Switzerland or wherever they allow the assisted suicide and just take me yeah. out I do not want to live through that that is so crazy yeah. same I want to yeah. have like a waiver like way in advance like yeah you know. or they have all those like um I forgot what the form is but it's like do not resuscitate or like all this oh, other right. stuff but I want it to be like Alzheimer's immediately yeah. take me out you know even the slight hint of yeah, it yeah. Like, if I forget <laughs> please when I execute I like, walk into the room forgot what I was Getting just fucking kill me there. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> shit, that happens to me on the daily. Yeah, I'm like, should I be dead already? Immediate execution. Sometimes oh, I'm just like, sometimes Steve like surprises me and he's like, you've been standing there for 45 minutes zoning out to oh, nowhere. Wow. I'm like, what? It's like, you yeah, it's literally dreaming. been 45 minutes of you. He's like scary. timing you. You have like early dementia. Yeah. I like how he doesn't stop you. He just sits there for like 45 minutes, just like. <laughs> he's just he's just exaggerating to make you seem crazy so yeah. that you feel like you need him so that you can never leave him. Yeah. I've got so you funny. figured out, Steve Green. Me. <laughs> Damn. No, that reminds me too of um so my grandpa passed. Um he was he was eight, 70 when he passed and then uh this was back in like 2013 12 11. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I can't really remember, but when he was in the hospital, uh he had gotten like a catheter put in which is like you know like the tube in your urethra which is where you pee <gasps> and yeah, i've always wondered how that fucking works and it just bleh. oh dude i felt it when they took it out after i had <gasps> oh it was crazy anyway so um he ends up saying like i went to go visit him and in the hospital and he's like grabbing my hand he's like mija your grandma told the doctor that she told them it's her fault and i was like what what happened and he was like your grandma chopped it off she doesn't want me to ever use it. She chopped it off. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's, he's like, my thing, it's gone. It's not here anymore. Mika, I can't, I can't feel it anymore. It's not there. And I'm like, oh my God, I thought it was so funny. He's like, he's, he's like parent, like pack, panicking that his wiener got cho- chopped off. But it's because <laughs> he, he had the- feel it? He said that. Yeah, the but catheter. It's, it's the catheter. Oh, Wait, so like you can't feel it if the catheter's in? Does it like go numb, numb you out or I something? I think maybe. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but that he's, just reminded that's me. That's so funny that he just immediately is like, your grandma, she fucking cut it off. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> like, maybe he felt- any other yeah. bitches. <laughs> if he felt, felt pain there, maybe he, she thought that it was from it getting yeah, cut off. Yeah. True. Which is oh, pretty funny. Probably stings. But no, it's crazy because in that same hospital when I went to go visit my grandpa, like that's- that's where he had passed sometime after that and this is in tj so you know 
unless you have a lot of money, you don't get the best health care. And, and so because he he didn't have heart monitors on because he had emphysema. He was a smoker. So he had like lung issues and he ended up passing from a heart attack because oh, wow. they weren't monitoring his heart. But in that same hospital recently, um, my cousin passed and that's because he had he had a brain tumor and they didn't know that he had oh it. My gosh. And it was so big that they decided to operate on it. But be, again, because it's not the best healthcare, he didn't really recover. And it was like the most heartbreaking thing ever because he's like a close, clo we're close in age. So every time I'd go to TJ, he was like the sweetest. He always had the smile on his face. And he actually loved watching everything that I was doing on YouTube. And he would always like support and he would always show his the videos to his son too, which he left a son. And, um, and so when I went to go see him, he was like pretty much paralyzed, like a vegetable. And it was just really hard to see a family member like that, especially someone you grew up with. And like, I don't especially know. Especially so young too, because you don't expect so it. It's young. like shocking. If he was 85, you'd be like, okay, I get it, you know, but yeah. like him being so young. He was younger than me too. Yeah. So it's like, you know. It kind of makes you reflect on your own own mortality, too. I think that's why it's so shocking because you're like, oh, my God, can I be in this situation where yeah. you don't normally think that way? You just expect to be 85 and then like kicking dust, you know, but like when you see someone so young, it's just so feels yeah. so weird. Like in your body, it feels weird to see that. Exactly. It was like that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. Exactly. You were living in a different reality. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. It was just I don't know. It was really rough. Um, I think that's <clears throat> that loss has been I think the way I cope with with loss of family members is um when I find out I cry it out and I kind of put it in a box mm. I don't know if that's me like me having dealt with it or me not dealing with it but that's kind of how I've dealt with when people around me have have passed so I don't I don't know like I kind of I don't know how to fully mourn, I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't know how what how it's supposed to feel. Like I I don't know how to deal with it. I know what it. you mean. Like uh, cuz that's kind of how I feel too or like um like sometimes because it's been so long since I saw my grandma like in her the way that I remember her, it had been 10 years since I saw her healthy from the time she passed to like the last time I saw her healthy. Um so in my mind like she was already gone or like I hadn't seen her so it was almost like I can put her over here like she's living in her house still over here mm -hmm. right because I already wasn't seeing her so um, when she passed it was like she's still there but then I'll have dreams where she's her normal self again and I'll she'll hug me and I'll just start bawling and I'll just be bawling in my dream and like wake myself up crying and yeah. I think it's because my body just hasn't processed it yet mm -hmm. like i'm just in happens. denial 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 yeah. denial and then like the dreams make me have to confront that right. i lost and that's actually that what person. they say the reason why we dream is because our that's our subconscious dealing with our day-to-day -day problems or issues or whatever but i i completely relate to that too because when when i was 14 i had this classmate who had died because he was involved in like gang affiliation stuff in mexico uh -huh. no in, <laughs> in downey Gina. and um basically, but I was like, basically mexico. mexico no but listen i was living in mexico when i found so, out oh shit so, he's on the ofrenda <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> yeah so when i found out like i found out through my best friend because we were talking on the phone when i was 
out there and she tells me like yeah Danny passed like he got killed and I'm like what like that was the first death I had ever dealt with and like my whole world like it was like it was fucking crazy I just could not wrap my head around that this child got killed and I, it was just it was so crazy but that night um I was crying so much and I ended up dreaming of Danny and he when he popped in my dream it was like heaven and clouds and stuff and he was telling me like like Tiff it's okay like I'm good don't worry like uh, I'm in a good place like don't worry about me and I ended up getting sleep paralysis because oh, I was that. yeah so when my eyes were closed I saw him and I opened my eyes and I couldn't move but I saw the ceiling of the room that I was in and I was just like what like what is happening right now and so I closed my eyes and I see Danny and I'm, I'm trying to tell him like I guess for me and I felt like it was I could still save him like I was back in time and I was trying to prevent his death and like telling him like no don't go out like stay in your house like this day just stay in your house and but he was telling me it's okay I'm, I'm gone and you can let go it's mm -hmm. all right and I just for many years like I really felt strongly like that was Danny's mm -hmm. spirit like yeah. he he yeah. legit visited me and put me at ease yeah that's what happened to me too so the first person I ever lost when I uh, I was like 14 years old it was my cousin Simon and he was it was the four of us that grew up together every summer we spent here in LA I would come from Northern California to LA and it was me Simon Nancy Sandy and it was four cousins he was the only boy and like he used to like play video games and we would watch him he'd name all the characters after us and stuff it was really cute mm -hmm. and then so when I was 14 I get a call from my mom and she's like hey um he was not 18 19 19 she was like hey so Simon passed away. Um, he was riding a motorcycle, which to this day, I am very much against oh my motorcycles. God, seriously. And these two cars were racing and one of them clipped him and took off. And so he flew off, landed on top of another car. And he was pretty much a vegetable. And they had to pull the plug on him. And then it was really weird. So I remember my mom telling me and I was just like, oh, oh okay. And then I just sat there. I'm like, all right. No. How and old are you when this happened? 14. Oh. And this is like my first loss. And then it wasn't until like 30 minutes later, it when I was sitting there, I was like, oh, fuck, wait, no, this is someone that I'm like, I spent a lot of time with. Like, this is like my childhood growing up, like water fights in the summer and walking to Target and stuff, you know? And then that's when I fucking just cried and I lost my mind. And then I called my mom back and then a part of me felt bad. Like, I'm sorry, I didn't cry earlier when you told me because I didn't know how to react. Mm -hmm. And this time I called her and I was crying. I was like, mom, I have to go to that funeral. So she takes me down to Southern California. We go to the funeral and that's when I'm like crying a lot. And then we come back here. And then in like a week or two, I left. Uh, I was living with my dad's side of the family at the time. And I left them because I fucking hated them. And then I moved in with my mom. And then I remember. Uh, so in Chinese tradition, you burn things for them to f so that they can have it in the afterlife. Right. Mm -hmm. So we'd have like paper mercedes models and paper money and like stuff like that mm -hmm. so it's a chinese tradition and thinking about that i wrote a letter to simon and then i burned it for him and then i remember coming home from school one day and i just stood in front of my bed and i just like fell forward and i fell asleep like i was in the middle of changing into my at-home clothes and in the middle of it i just fell forward and i just fell asleep completely what the hell? yeah and then i dreamt that i was in like a big white room i was like in one corner and there was a door in that corner on the diagonal side and then simon walked in 
and then like i ran to him i was like holy shit dude what's up and then like um i hugged him and then i i felt his heartbeat or i heard his heartbeat and then i remember feeling his arm he was warm like he just felt normal and i looked up at him i was like what does this mean like does it mean that you're alive or something and he looked at me he goes yeah i'm okay like don't worry like you don't have to worry anymore i'm good like don't cry anymore okay and i'm like okay and then he disappeared and then i just woke up and i ran to my mom's room i was like mom i just saw simon and then like i told her what happened and then from that point on it just felt like okay and i really felt like simon came to visit me because i was having such a hard time Mm -hmm. dealing with my first death and then like years later when i was like 23 i think i told you guys a story about um how i went to go speak to a medium Mm -hmm. and i don't really believe in shit like that but then like while i was sitting there he goes hey there's someone here that wants to talk to you he's like a teenage boy and like he died in public and it was like a really tragic death and by the time the ambulances came he was already dead and i was just like okay and i knew who it was but i I know and then i I didn't want to say who it was because i didn't want like this is a fucking yeah you don't want him to like grab any Mm -hmm. details and like yeah yeah and then so he's like yeah and he said that him and his dad had a little nickname for you when you were a kid like little piggy and I was like, uh, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And then I just, like, lost my shit because they used to call me chula, which in uh, in Cantonese means piggy. Oh, in uh, Spanish, it's chula. Oh, really? Like, no, no, no. Chula is, like, cute girl. Oh, oh okay. Like, that's cute. Okay, I prefer that one. So <laughs> <laughs> piggy. So I was just like, and I went into like fucking full like panic mode. I was like, well, what do you mean? Dude, where's here? this guy at? He's so he's from the UK. Um, he's friends with my hairstylist. And he's like a celebrity medium. Like he's like Mickey Rourke's like main medium. They fly him out all the time and shit. Crazy. Yeah. And there's no way he would have known that. There's no way. I've never spoken about Simon. And he goes, yeah, that was the nickname he gave you. And also, um, so when he died, you wrote him a letter, didn't you? I was like, whoa. Yes. He goes, he just wanted you to know that he read the letter because he was standing right next to you when you wrote it. Oh my gosh. Uh, Creepy. Yeah. And then he's like, and one of your cousins, one of the girls had a dog. And it was my cousin, Nancy, who had a Rottweiler that passed away. And he's like, can you tell her that, you know, the dog's up here with him and he's perfectly fine. They hang out together and it's Mm -hmm. chill. And then so I told my cousin and she started crying. And he goes, "Um, and also he wants to pass on a message. Tell his brothers and sisters, um, congrats on the baby. Congrats on the new house. And tell mom and dad to take down the pictures of him. There's way too many in the house. So afterwards, um, I called up his sister. I'm like, hey, (laughs) is someone pregnant? And she goes, yeah, why? I was like oh shit you might want to sit down for this one Damn. and i told her what's like i'm like did someone buy a house she's like yeah his brother bought a house i was like oh fuck so here's what happened and like she's like bawling her eyes out i'm like do you guys have a lot of pictures of him in the house she's like yeah i'm like okay you need you to take a few down it makes him kind of uncomfortable and they just it was it was really fucking wow crazy. he named like two people that i've known that passed away down to like nicknames that they've given me uh. it's fucking scary and then um he like stopped in the middle of the reading and was like, do you have like a woman that passed away? And then I was like, no, like anyone that's ever passed away was just a male. And he goes, is there someone here by the name of Lorelai? And it's one of the, I was, cause we were doing a reading. It's a, um, it's a, it's a hair salon, but on the other side, there's a cafe connected to it. And he's like, is there someone in Lorelai? I'm like, yeah, that's actually the hairstylist over there. He goes, okay i'll be right back and he went over to that side to the salon he goes hey lorelei and then she's like yeah he's like do you have a sister she's like yes but he's like yes she passed away didn't she she's here and she wants to talk to you and lorelei just dropped her comb and just like fucking cried too it was terrifying dude whoa it was like really 
like it, it felt good. Yeah. You know? You and get closure and, from yeah. it. Yeah. And then he was also like, hey, so um, whatever you want to do in the future, I suggest that you go into hosting. Like hosting a show, hosting something. <laughs> nah, Here I am. Nah, Here I don't. Right? <laughs> mm. It's so crazy. Terrible. I like. I always see those ones on TV, and they seem like such fraudsters. But I'd be so curious to meet a real person, and like, because I don't really believe any of that stuff. Me neither. Yeah. But like, you know, when my mom passed away, I had a, a, a similar experience with the dreaming stuff. So like, I was in and out of sleep the morning I was supposed to. It was supposed to be like I was supposed to go visit her that last day. I already knew she was like um, in a kind of in a induced coma or whatever. So I knew she didn't have much time left actually alive, but she. Was already pr- pretty much gone but then um i was in and out of sleep that morning before i was supposed to go back to the hospital and i dreamt of her and she was kind of like i'm okay blah 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 like telling me that kind of stuff and then by the time i got ready to go to the hospital like she had already passed so i kind of mm-hmm. felt like she was telling me in my sleep like it's okay like you didn't make it in time but it's still okay mm-hmm. but i remember the night before um and this is the weird supernatural stuff that i like never believed in before until i kind of saw it with my own eyes and i was like did i Am I seeing things? Because I've always been such a science person, so it was so weird. But as I was sitting there, um, my mom, at one point, she was on a breathing machine. And I was like, maybe it's just a breathing machine. I don't know. But I was watching her. And I was talking to her. And I was crying and doing all this stuff. And then at one point, this like white mist like left her mouth and shot into the room. Almost like, I was like, was that her fucking spirit <laughs> leaving Whoa. her body? I yeah. swear to God, it was the creepiest shit ever. I almost had a panic attack because I was sitting there just holding my mom as she was like in a coma. And all of a sudden this white, like, it just like went into the air. And I was just like, what Whoa. the actual fuck? Like she that scared the, the shit out of me. wild. <laughs> scared Soul the vape. shit yeah. out of me. Holy you know what shit. else is white and feels really misty and comfy? <laughs> Um, I love Buffy. (laughs) Like a cloud. (laughs) Worst transitions ever. You know, like my spirit leaves my body. (laughs) You ever wonder what the spirits feel like when they're just hanging out in the clouds up there? Well, you can feel it now. (laughs) (laughs) But Buffy, so you can feel it. Um, So no, but seriously, Buffy makes the world's most comfortable bedding ever. Everything is made from ultra smooth eucalyptus fiber that feels softer than cotton. It's just like. Um, I don't even it's incredible I don't even know how how it's an earthly substance but um, eucalyptus fiber is breathable and cool to the touch to help maintain the ideal sleeping temperature and feel cozy without overheating so all you sweaters all you heathens that sweat in your sleep making making all those sheets all yellow (laughs) yeah well you don't have to do that if you have a buffy comforter keeps you cool at night Uh, customers love buffy their products have almost 20,000 five star reviews I'm one of those plus an overall average rating of 4.6 stars believe the hype Um, I cannot imagine another night in a different comforter because I love my buffy comforter so much Uh, but I haven't been able to sleep in my bed the same since sleeping in yours right with the buffy sheets and oh, everything the cover oh. so you guys got everything i mean just can't even get a fucking blanket no yep, no no i got those it. other things separately well, <laughs> no it's because okay i do have the buffy comforter but i put it in a different duvet cover oh. so it's not like the premium experience oh. that nikki is exp- yeah i gotta get the duvet cover. the premium experience yeah. is the shit oh. Uh, so Buffy offers a free trial You can try a comforter in your own bed for free If you don't love it You can return it at no cost For $20 off your Buffy comforter Visit Buffy.co and enter Mood Once again that's $20 off Your Buffy comforter Visit Buffy.co and enter Mood, mood. 
Mm-hmm. And you know what else is great? Saving money. I love saving money. Yeah. Like yeah, right? Do you guys do a lot of online shopping? Hell yeah. I only shop online, I think. Only when Perfect. I'm sad, which is all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure you guys have tried this, right? Honey? Yes. Have you tried Honey? Who've heard of yes, it? Yes, I have the app on my phone. Oh, yeah. So do I. So Honey is a free online shopping tool that saves you money online. So Honey automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. So when you're shopping on one of your favorite sites like Target, Best Buy, Sephora, Macy's, when you check out, this little box drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. You wait a few seconds for it to scan for every promo code on the internet and then that's when you see the prices drop. So it's a it's an extension that you can add to your browser. And so for me personally, I've been loving this. I also do a lot of online shopping and it saves me so much money. So the last time I think I was shopping at Victoria's Secret to get some more wardrobe for our set oh, yeah. here and it legit saved me like $50. It was insane. Oh dang, wow. you got I, lucky that day. Yeah, I did. So Honey has found it's over 18 million members, over $2 billion in savings. So not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It's free to use and installs in just two clicks. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash mood. That's joinhoney.com slash mood. Save that money. Save monies. So your mom spirit vaped. You saw her spirit. Yeah. And I I immediately Googled that. Well, after I calmed down, I think it was like the next day Mm -hmm. I Googled it and I was like, has anyone seen like a white mist leave a person like as they're dying? And there was other people that were talking about it. So I don't know if that's some physiological thing, maybe a doctor or like some some sort of like body some, gas. Or yeah, something. something. But I was just like in the moment, it made me feel like I watched her spirit leave her body, which was so fucking weird. And then I, you know, kind of I sort of left shortly thereafter because I was like, I think she's gone. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It was just this weird feeling like I, I could have just been reacting to something that's totally natural but yeah that that was one of the first times i felt like whoa yeah. is the spirit actually real because i've always kind of been this sort of like skeptic like science like oh like consciousness is just like whatever like i don't believe in heaven or hell or any of this other stuff but then at that moment i was just like whoa this is weird i'm just an agnostic where like yeah, i just I feel I'm like kind of like that too yeah I like i am very comfortable admitting that you know like i don't know yeah i'm open to anything because nothing's been proven or disproven or anything so if you were like if there became solid proof that's like there is zero afterlife everybody just dies and then you go into the earth and that's it then i'd be like okay yeah (laughs) and it's cool people were like oh there's solid proof that you go to this other place i'm like all right that's cool too yeah Yeah. for me i'd probably roll with any of it for me like i i feel like because of like the scientific found fa- like findings of the fact that there is energy mm-hmm. that that's a fact and that we're made of energy. energy and we're made of energy like to me it's just really hard to believe that that energy just disappears it it it's gonna go somewhere I don't know where that's but it's going somewhere there, and there's like, also I, scientists that have like um had like um, like died like technically Mm -hmm. their heart stopped for like a couple minutes or whatever and they claim to have seen 
something beyond, like some mm-hmm. sort of after place. Like and a chemical reaction. That could be explained like science scientifically yeah. too, yeah. you know? But just like brain brain chemical reaction. I just think of it as like I don't know. I'm i I'm very much on the fence because I'm a very like sciencey person too and I didn't believe in it until and and then like when I went to that guy, I was like, all right, you Yeah, that meeting really throws a wrench in yeah. the plant. Like mm-hmm. I would kind of want to experience that myself because that would really change my mind. Because yeah. like if he could tell me about something that I haven't told anyone, because mm-hmm. I've lost about five family members and then one friend from high school. And if he just brought up like some shit that I've never said on camera, mm-hmm. I would be like, Oh my yeah. god, I no, believe but you. That now. actually solidifies my under like my beliefs or whatever because I do feel like that energy is somewhere and yeah. so he just he's learned how to tap into the energy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mm-hmm. really feel like our spirits are energy that still is gonna live somewhere in this universe. It doesn't I just have to can't be on imagine Earth. them like fucking just hanging out somewhere yeah, I like i feel like it'd have to go out. somewhere it yeah. could probably be omnipresent where like they're not just like literally hanging out like how we are in our realm yeah. like if you're here you can't be there it's just yeah. like in the it's in the fucking hard drive somewhere yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And you could so, tap like, into it it's, it's so a part of me is just like okay that it's, it's like, that's a fucking hack like that's so fake and that's so stupid but then at the same time like there's histories and stories of this ge- like dating all the way back to like all generations every generation no, I'm sorry every civilization had mm-hmm. stories of like ghosts and spirits and stuff like that so it's like if it's been around for that long you know it has to be something. I I can't go down that road though cuz I'm always like well people were just dumb there were people who were dumb too you know yeah like they didn't know like the that the earth was round and they yeah. didn't know like the what stars were and they didn't know like all this other stuff yeah. so for me to think even with religion too like people are like oh well it's been around for a thousand years I'm like yeah. no, no, no that doesn't True. mean anything to I me I wouldn't even label it as dumb either I would just label it as like that was their interpretation of what we now know yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah. It's just a different interpretation cuz things that we now interpret today like thousands of oh, years yeah. from today they're gonna look at us like oh they interpreted it that way but this is how we now interpret this mm-hmm. stuff yeah that's true yeah and then i've also a part of me like my it's weird sometimes i feel like shit for it and then another like and then i realize like this is probably how i just deal with death and i don't like to visit it um i don't visit graves mm. ever like yeah, neither do I. I never yeah. have either exactly like when simon passed away this was like fucking when i was like 14 i've only visited once and i never went back and a part of me feels like am i a shit person like do no. i not care no you know? that's just their their body or like the earthly embodiment of yeah. them like that's really their their spirit their soul or whatever you want to call it like that they're not there with yeah. that body so that i don't think that means anything because oh. like my when my mom passed away we got her cremated because um she didn't have any like life insurance or anything like that and I couldn't afford a $5,000 burial or whatever so we had to get her cremated but I had the her ashes sent to my dad's house and I was supposed to go back to my dad's house to spread the ashes and I was like this is this is going to be my final thing like mm-hmm. I kind of spent my life like trying to to like be with her as best as I could and I was the the only one there when she passed away and I'm going to be the one there to spread her ashes and all of that I could never do it mm-hmm. I literally never did it her her ashes sat at my dad's house for like six months mm-hmm. like because he was waiting for me to come back to do it and I just could never do it and then mm-hmm. finally I went back I spent like a week with my dad we did all this stuff and I still was I just still couldn't do it and then so I just finally said like can you do it for me like I don't think he even wanted to either but he did it for me and so I was just like, oh, thank God. But then I'm like, I don't feel like I'm a bad person because I couldn't be the yeah, one to do it. Yeah, you know how it. you're saying like once the, 
like visiting a cemetery like that's like their remains like that like you're saying like there's like no soul there or anything left yeah. that's kind of how i feel and i'm sorry if i'm gonna offend anyone i hope i don't this is just my personal beliefs that's kind of how i feel about religion and like certain like holy like churches or whatever it is like i personally do not believe that you need to go to a building to connect to the higher yeah. being or whatever that you yeah. believe in because for me i i guess i'm agnostic to mm-hmm. i don't know what to label it but i do believe there's a gr- like a higher being out there and it could be the f- just a simple fact that it's the universe or whatever mm-hmm. it is i i don't i don't know if it's like a single presence or whatever yeah. um but if there is i don't believe that I can't connect to it, like to that. Whenever I need to, on whenever I need like, to, yeah, just on your own. Yeah, You're talking about you don't need to go to like a priest to confess your sins, exactly. Like how Catholics do, or go um, to church every Sunday or whatever it yeah. is. I mean, I'm not yeah, knocking you on know, it. I actually, I'm just saying personally, I don't believe that you have to physically go somewhere. Yeah. You know, I feel like a dark ass energy around a lot of churches, and Same. I think it's just because a lot of people like feel so guilty and like they're sinners and stuff when they go in there. I don't know what it is, but it feels like just a heavy energy for most churches yeah, that I've been I've never to, especially felt Catholic safe. ones. I never felt like s- better energy. Ones, yeah. yeah. I remember um, my ex-boyfriend, he was like a very religious guy and like this is like when we were, we were like he was going to propose and we were like getting really serious mm. into it and he was just like, um, it would mean a lot to me if like you went to church with me and I'm like, all right, cool. You know, let's go check it out. And it was just like, we went to this church. I like for me, I don't believe in building very luxurious houses of worship for your god like mm-hmm. that's just so that's what it is houses of worship to me you know mm-hmm. um so like i don't i don't believe in monuments like that and then so when we went to the church i was like okay cool i'm gonna listen to this guy speak for a little bit but it wasn't it was a guy giving like a, a sermon or some shit at a remote place and they're all watching it on tvs oh so i'm like you guys went to this big ass building to watch TV. <laughs> a guy on TV. Uh, that reminds me, we went to this club because um, the people we were with, they wanted to see this DJ perform and they were uh-huh. like that, headlining it. Like this DJ is going to be there and blah, blah, blah. Oh, we no. get there and you have to pay to go into this club to see this DJ and it's just a TV screen. What? Yeah. It was so yeah. funny. So I was sitting there and like, I'm just looking around at all these people. I'm like, you guys do realize you're fucking watching someone on TV, right? Like we could have done this at home. I yeah. woke my ass up at 7 a.m. and put on a cardigan for this bullshit, you know? <laughs> so like it was just i couldn't i couldn't do it like i i i like the aspect of religion in a way where people use it to guide themselves mm-hmm. and you know if it keeps them going then great yeah. whatever you well, know so it, it provides organization for a community yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so that's cool like, let's not murder morals. each other yeah yeah <laughs> and i also think that like humans naturally want to be part of something bigger than themselves yeah. mm-hmm. and like they feel more purpose in that mm-hmm. and for people that haven't found that elsewhere um, a lot of times churches or religions will will be that for them mm-hmm. um, which is something that's that's an aspect I really do like what I don't like is when people use it to feel better than other people oh, yeah. yeah like if you're not in this in my group then yeah. you're Karen. you're yeah you're terrible your <laughs> cinnabons are fucking disgusting karen nobody likes it <laughs> um but so for me uh when I, how uh, another way that i deal with that is also um since i'm not very a religious person i feel like i'm very lucky like yeah they passed away but now i have 
like a spirit watching over me that really cares for me, you know? Yeah. Like a little guardian angel. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, you actually give a shit about me. Like, you know, like just not like some random general dude that's assigned to like 700 people, you know? <laughs> just like a public, random angel. Like a, yeah, public defender. Like, mm. I yeah. think you have that guy too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he sucks. <laughs> he shows up in a suit that's too Your big. Your friends are all like, yo, I want to talk to my friend. He's like, no, no, no. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> a $5 cover. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like... um, so yeah, like it, it's cool. Like I have this little, like this dude that's hanging out there. And I'm like, Do you ever speak to people you lost? All the time. So well, well for me. So to this day, I struggle with like if I were to drive, like if I'm driving, and I drive past an accident and it happens to me a motorcycle, I must pull over. I will have a full blown panic attack, and I have to call one of the cousins that we grew up with and just like, oh, and just like cry. You know, like I don't like motorcycles. And then so when that happens i call my cousins and then i sit there and i kind of have a conversation with simon and it's just like dude oh my god that was really shitty I, I really wish i didn't see that you know or like there are times when i'm just when something's going wrong and i don't necessarily pray but i do talk to simon like hey dude you know make this pregnancy test negative and i'll oh, be oh no person. you're trying to get <laughs> it gina. gina i'll be a better person oh my god like, i promise next time it won't happen I promise dude sorry <laughs> he's not god okay i know it's like, bitch you're on your you own i don't put a word in but uh um you know the things that freak me out the most and this is also along the same vein of like me just not being able to deal with death um is like when i just like there's been a couple people were like they were classmates or co-workers that i haven't seen in a few years but um one that really fucked me up uh last month was like it was getting ready for the holidays right and like everyone's got their facebook pictures and st- holiday stuff and this one girl from my high school that i also worked with um she was pregnant and she was like so excited to have this baby and um she's posting all these pictures and she was due around christmas time and uh so it was like finally i'm gonna get to be a mom and she passed away giving birth. Oh, and that gosh. never happens too. Like, I mean, how? Uh, yeah, right. And, yeah, and to, for it to happen to someone that like I actually know, because yeah. I've I've you seen those stories up. before, and I've actually like had some people like I I followed like a bunch of random fans back in the day, and like there was one fan that had the his wife passed away during childbirth and it really freaked me out and I followed their story because I was just so freaked out by that um, that how can you like be expecting something so happy and yeah. precious and then you you have the worst day of your life instead of the best day of your life and and you lose everyone close to you um, and then yeah so then but it never happened to someone that I actually knew and mm-hmm. so then for it to happen to this girl who it's not like we talked every day or anything but like you know I spent a lot of time with her when I worked with her um and so I feel like she's fresh in my mind like I know her and then she's all excited celebrating one day and then the next day they're they're like posting memorial service things and I'm like wow to feel like that like the husband you know feeling like you're about to have this family and then you lose your whole family wait she lost the baby too yeah well actually no that that case she the baby got saved, but he lost Dang. her. But yeah, um, it was just it was just crazy. Like like you could lose like your your partner. I'm you, man, yeah. I'm gonna get a surrogate. Oh, I know. God, like even one those... like one percent of yeah. whoever dies during trial, I'm like, well, that's enough for me. I'm not gonna have a baby. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I, ever since I was a little kid, like I always felt like I was gonna die young. And yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, I felt and that I, too. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking like when I found out I was pregnant, I'm like, oh, I guess this is how I go. Oh, giving birth oh, straight. I, I actually like had these Whoa. thoughts. Yeah. yeah. 
I kind of felt that too. That's weird. I wonder if that's like a sign of just depression or something in a Probably. child. Because like I knew that, and I knew some friends too. Like oh. they would always be like, "I feel like I'm gonna die young," and I'm like, "Yeah, me too." I, I actually have the answer because my therapist told me oh, why. What is it? Oh. So I told her this right, um, and she says when people have experienced a lot of trauma and a lot of pain, and they're they're really depressed, it they cannot see a future. They no, can't yeah. see themselves in the future because they're they're already so like so down in their own hole that they can't ever imagine getting out of it. So then that's how I that's actually the way my therapist told me, like, you know what, you're good, because I finally told her in the last session we had was um, she ha- she asked me, what, how do I envision my future now? And I told her, I'm like, I can really see myself with gray hair playing with my grandkids blue hair still <laughs> uh, blue hair grayish blue grayish blue playing with my grandkids at the park mm-hmm. and I, I was bawling because I'm like I have never visualized that ever for myself like I could see Isaac like as an older man with his kids and I'm like and I just broke down and Gross. she Isaac had sex <laughs> <laughs> disgusting yeah uh, well I'm a little concerned for myself because I still like I think I don't make goals too far in the future and then I think the thought of children also seems weird I'm like I'm not going to be here for that. Or like, I never really think like, oh, I'd never picture myself being old or like, you know, I just don't see beyond like 40 for some reason. Mm -hmm. It's super weird. So I don't really think beyond that. Yeah. So I must still have to. How do you feel about death? Like, would you ever, do you guys ever think about your own death? Like, um, yeah. Um, If I had the choice to know when I'm going to die, I would love that. Really? Some people are like scared. Like, no, I don't want to know. Like, yeah, dude, I wouldn't want to know. I would love to know because then I know how, like, you know how long you have. Exactly. Yeah. And I won't waste time. Like, if you told me, bitch, you're going to die next week, I'm going to take care of but all But also, my shit. if you also had like 40 more years and you could be like, okay, well, actually, let me go ahead and like do, like, plan all these things out. Yeah. Like, I don't need to. Dude, you know that that actually reminds me um, with this whole Kobe passing. I, two nights ago, I didn't go to sleep till three in the morning because I got sucked into Vanessa and Kobe's Instagram page mm-hmm. and I was just like looking at all of their posts and I, I was just crying. And then like I could see in, on Vanessa's page that she posted this video of them celebrating New Year's 2020. And like they were just so happy and they were kissing and I was just like, oh my God. Tomorrow's like, never promised. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, crazy. dude, in, in how many days? Like, you know, in less than a month, you're gonna be gone like that's so it's just and then for Gigi too I'm seeing her like growing up like a a 13 year old did her entire future ahead of her and then just yeah and like seeing like the posts getting closer and closer it's like what you know now is crazy I think I'm like I don't want to die I'm like super afraid of dying I think that's why I have like such a a, a, like a fierce reaction to flying because Mm -hmm. I I feel like I'm gonna die when I'm in an airplane and I don't want to die so I'm like I, the depression part of it's weird because I'm like I sometimes I like I said I don't see a future like I I don't make plans I don't have goals I don't think too far ahead because like I just don't have that much like well, maybe self love or anything yeah it just kind of fades to black but then when death is imminent or feels imminent I don't want it yeah like I am I don't I'm scared as shit like I don't want to die true because yeah. for me when I think about it like um so I have these like random moments and throughout my life that the the intense realization that there's a one day I will be gone I it will feels die weird, right it feels so heavy and like it's just everything goes like yeah you know like oh my god I'm gonna die one day when I have those moments I get really 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 scared but yeah. outside of those moments and I think about me dying I'm like well then that's gonna be my time 
And I think I'm, I'll be okay. I, I could be okay with it. But then I get those moments and I'm like, no, wait, I'm not. I'm not yeah, I, I feel like I'm not afraid of death uh, unless it's a freak accident, like on a plane or yeah, like during childbirth I don't or whatever. Feel it. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I'm not afraid of death. I just don't like not being in control. So maybe it's because of my grandma having Alzheimer's or whatever. But uh, I feel like I would prefer the planned suicide thing where yeah. like when you're like when you first start to lose your mind because the the scariest thing is like not having Steve in the future like oh, if, yeah. if he passes before me or something like that like I can't imagine living without him mm-hmm. and I also just don't want to lose my mind or mental faculties yeah, being trapped in your mind is scary yeah and then like a, if I'm like paralyzed from the neck down yes yeah like if I'm I was so ever old that someone, has, someone to, like, has to wipe, wipe your ass, your ass. Yeah. yeah I would just rather be like all right I feel like everything's kind of deteriorating um if I have kids I'll be like y'all have like two months with me and then we're gonna do it on this day on this time I read about these two um I think they were scientists either scientists or doctors they were like really really smart people these two couple this couple and they did that and it was the article was about their kids talking about their experience with it that like from a young age they told them that that was how it was going to go down and to like just mentally prepare for that like how that the day was going to happen that that when they started losing their minds like because they would do crossword puzzles every morning they would do mental games and stuff Mm -hmm. um and when they first started thinking that they were losing their minds like um they weren't as sharp Did anymore. they have a disease or something that they knew that that was coming? Yeah. Like, well, oh. no, no, no. They didn't have a disease. But just, you know, as you age, you're, you just deteriorate, like, mentally, physically, everything. Mm-hmm. And so um, they were like, yeah, as soon as we start to recognize that with each other, we just have a pact that we'll plan a day while we still have all of, uh, like, most For of our mind season. intact. And we'll have one last dinner with all of you. And we're just going to take this pill and... And go like, but they're not going to tell them when they're doing it. They're just going to have like this nice. No, they dinner. told them. Oh, okay, but yeah. they don't, they're, they're not going to tell them when, like the day of. No, they no, they, they knew. Oh, okay, they so know. they knew. So they're going like to be at Midsummer. dinner knowing. Did yeah. you guys watch Midsummer? No, it's that a movie. Sounds familiar. Wait, it's a, a, a recent movie. So they had, I guess, like that movie. I think it was Sweden. It's, it's, I, oh wait, I no, forgot. I'm thinking of a different movie. But yeah, they go to another country in Europe. I think it was Sweden, and they go into like this really, really, really remote village where. It's like it's pretty much like a cult. It's how they paint it. Mm. But the way that they end their life is that once they reach a certain age, they jump off a cliff. Ooh. And if Ew, they don't no. if they don't die, then they throw a boulder <gasps> and like why don't you just sh- take a pill to make sure they're dead? Why would Those you do expensive? the worst no, because, type of death? Because this <sighs> it, they paint it as if this is like a type of village has been around for many centuries like this just their that's just their tradition like when that's i think of hunger games it. i'm like i'm eating those berries i don't want to die by a like a sword or like a someone killing me out. yeah i'm yeah. like i'm eating those berries immediately <laughs> i'll take mm-hmm. my own self out like i don't i don't want i don't like not being in control yeah. of how it's gonna go down I mean, yeah I, that's how i am like i always joke with people like if there's ever a fucking zombie apocalypse i'm out Same. oh you too I'm all three trying. of us oh, yeah, yeah. all three of us get, are like that. made fun of it jk I'm when wait yeah I'm dead weight too I'm not doing shit And you know Like I can't survive If I can't get delivery Yeah (laughs) If I can't get If I can't get Regular everyday things Like DoorDash Yeah DoorDash I I would die If I couldn't have it Yeah Yeah. (laughs) Like I mean If there's like a zombie dash I'm down I suppose I can last for a little bit longer But in the apocalypse There is no DoorDash And what is DoorDash You ask It's a food delivery service 
Um, and it has something for every lifestyle, whether you're still alive or on a, or you're a zombie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so you can order pickup and uh, pass a line if you want to, or they can deliver it to your house. Um, DoorDash brings all of America's flavors to your door. So if you're a lazy piece of shit like me, you can order food and it brings it directly to all your door. All the flavors. All the flavors. Not only is your favorite pizza joint already on DoorDash, but there are over 310,000 Jesus Christ 310,000 restaurants partners wow. in 4,000 cities you're gonna find your favorite for oh, sure crap. yeah there's that many cities come right? on uh, with door-to-door delivery in all 50 US states Puerto Rico Canada and Australia <laughs> you can order your local go-to or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle Wendy's Chick-fil-A and the Ch- dude I love dude, Cheesecake I Factory I love Cheesecake Factory yeah. I was there last week mm-hmm. oh me too who are you oh, with oh shut up <laughs> We were all there together. We were literally we were there, there together. together. <laughs> How do well, I we should have been ordering. Yeah, we could have ordered yeah. it to our houses. True. That meeting could have been a phone call over DoorDash, you guys. <laughs> um, with DoorDash, you'll never have to worry about your next meal. So now our listeners can get five doll hairs off their first order of $15 Dollars. or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code BIGMOOD. Big That's one word. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter promo code Big Mood. Big Mood for $5 off. And after you eat, you get pretty sleepy. Oh, yeah. You might want to relax a little bit. Oh, yeah. Or if you're yeah. just thinking about death and you're having an anxiety <laughs> attack and you true. really don't know how to yeah, sleep because you've just gone down the rabbit hole of existentialism, you can download the Calm app and just. Let yourself relax a little bit. <laughs> yep. I've actually had the Calm app for probably three years now. So I've seen it go through all of its little upgrades and all the things that they have. And my favorite thing is the master classes that they have. There are some little lectures on things like healthy habits, getting a good night's sleep, just different things about productivity, some little things to help you out. But, you know, the main point of the app is they have a ton of meditations. They have sleep stories that you I can I like how most to. people go there to relax and you go there to get lectured. No. <laughs> That's how she relaxes. Yeah. They're, they're Lectures are, the lectures are calming. Like the oh, voices good. are still, the voices are still really calming. You're hot for teacher. I'm, I am hot for teacher. There's a lot of women on there too, though. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> there's there's women teachers too, Nikki. Gosh, you could like you could be hot for women teachers. True. Yeah, I, true. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, Calm is the number one app for sleep, relaxation, and meditation. They have sleep stories, which are like bedtime stories for adults. If you hadn't figured that out yet, um, they also have soothing music. Uh, this I actually like this one too. I always download or listen to the uh, the piano ones because those make me fall asleep really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have soothing music from artists like Sam Smith. Mm-hmm. We all love oh, Sam Smith. Yeah. Does he sing too? I wonder. Uh, I, don't, I haven't heard, heard the it. ones with singing. Um, I think I also, I don't know if I'm wrong or not, but I think I saw some with Moby on there too. I was like, mm-hmm. Fucking where love has Moby. this fool been? I don't know. I could be wrong, but <laughs> anyways. Um, some too breathe- old. Let go. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> I did. That's yeah. exactly what I thought of. <laughs> An imminent reference. Nobody listen to techno. Um, they have some <laughs> breathing exercises and all kinds of stuff on there. So um, if you go to calm, C-A-L-M, Mm-hmm. dot com com slash mood you'll get a limited time offer of 40 percent off of a premium subscription which includes hundreds of hours that's of programming almost half off. yeah that's almost half off that's a that's a great promo um over 60 million people already use calm join today and accomplish your goals tomorrow uh for listeners of this show again they're offering a special limited time promotion 40 percent off a calm premium subscription at calm dot com slash mood that's 40 percent off of unlimited access to their entire library and they have all kinds of stuff 
Calm.com slash mood. Get lectured today. Yes. God, if I read calm.com, the app, and it was April Fool's Day, I would change it to clam.com. <laughs> and it's just all clams. People are going to go to sleep like, what the fuck I is this? I thought you would change it to make it calm.com. <laughs> calm.com slash mood. Calm. I got him. I don't get any sales today. <laughs> Hilarious. It's going to be a fucking day full of just sounds of clams. <laughs> that, that's probably actually that's really relaxing. That would be relaxing. Spanish merit. Ocean <laughs> waves. Yeah, see, it's just all clams. Calm. Hire oh me. my gosh, have you seen that? Okay, this is totally off topic, but have you seen those videos of the Asian girls, like the mukbangers? And, yeah. But they're eating those clams that look like big, long kind of. Oh, like, oh, oh I recently saw and then, that. And then they and then they bite it, and then it I almost threw up all yeah. over them. What? I almost Gooey threw ducks. up when I saw that. Yeah. Maybe it, it popped up in my explore page because you I looked at it. I probably liked it. Yeah. yeah, I probably liked it. And then <laughs> this girl, like, it picks up this huge clam, and it's like hanging out of the shell, and she bites it. It looks like a penis and then it squirts all over her Ew. face and she's like purposely she knows what she's doing she knows yeah. what she's doing she's getting she those clicks yeah, yeah. She knows. dude this she knows. entire conversation sounds like when you fall asleep at a sleepover and then there's like two people <laughs> oh, <yeah>. it's like <laughs> slowly progresses still. into the weird shit yeah, they're like talking about existence and life dude, and death dude we still and... need to have a sleepover so you can actually experience True. True. Oh, we're gonna have one I've never had a slumber party we're gonna have you it planned I've always wanted a tarot card reading Me? I don't know oh, yeah. I had it once Really? I want palm Once. reading, tarot card, yeah, card reading. I, I want to do a, um, a medium. One? The tea one? Oh, yeah, the tea leaves. Yeah. I've definitely done tarot cards. I used to go to this one girl every year just because, like, a fun New Year's thing to see, like, what's my year going to be like mm-hmm. or whatever. And so, the reason I went to the same person every time is because sometimes it would be dead on. And um, I don't necessarily, I don't really think, like, oh, they can tell me my future. Right. It was more of a fun thing yeah. to, like, mm-hmm. see if, like, they get anything right. But she actually, like, predicted Steve one time, like, when, uh, like, when I was single uh, and, like, she described him exactly and and also described his energy as being like a really protective energy and like and he's exactly like that and Mm. um she kind of said like the the month that he would be there and um the time it would happen and it happened exactly the way she said but she didn't say his name and she was like it's someone that you know already and i was like what the fuck and i was like i was looking at my list friends list on facebook because i guess i gotta fuck one of these guys ew i don't like (laughs) any of these guys but i didn't think of him because he was in a relationship yeah. at that time so he was off the list mm-hmm. I was looking at all the single dudes and I was like You're hell like, oh, no <laughs> uh, I want to go so bad you know what stops me from going is all the stories you hear about how they'll like get your money or they'll they'll yeah. like find ways to like get you to keep paying money or they'll yeah. threaten you in some way and I'm like man I don't Ooh. know these gangster ass bitches wow. I don't know Ms. like Cleo I don't, I don't want to invite it into my life because I don't know how fucking... those are the ones with like the signs on their lawn and stuff and like they have, oh like, yeah the neon. I always wonder how those places stay in me business. too like a janky little like one square box with a it's sign it's because they they get those like little old ladies in oh there they God. get their purses and then they keep paying them thousands of dollars every month because they tell them oh if you don't give me money Asian the spirits are gonna get shit. you yeah, yeah, I want to know how they can afford corner lots. It's yeah. always like this yeah. big ass lawn on the yeah. corner, like on Melrose or yeah. like some yeah. like street. I'm like, this rent. They got celebrities to get. Yeah, to- <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. No, that one time that I did the tarot card reading, she told me that at the time there were these two guys in my life. One is like lighter skin, and the other one's darker skin, and they have the same name. And I was like, what, what the hell? How did you know? It was true. Because I at that time I really was talking to two guys, and she ends up telling me like, "You're gonna end up." She's like, "You, your heart wants to go with the lighter skin guy, but you're gonna actually end up with the darker skin guy. You're not gonna be really happy." And I was like, "What?" But oh. I because I was like thinking about this, and I'm like, 
nah, this is dumb. This ain't true. Oh, and then the last thing she told me was that the third um, the third love in your life is gonna it's a bra. It's gonna be <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing it too, by the way. Anyway, um, is gonna be the the guy that you you marry. So I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Is it like she said all these things and it's now subconscious and you make it happen unconsciously? That's exactly what I have wanted to believe all along, but deep down inside that part of me that I can't really control and it's like, damn it, I do believe. But you don't want to believe. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it was true because the darker skinned dude ended up being Isaac's dad and the lighter skinned dude was like the one that got away. Mm-hmm. Like for many years, like I kind of didn't get over that guy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, yeah, like sure enough, the third love that I've had was Casey. Like he was mm-hmm. the third person in my life that I was very serious with. And we got married. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know if it's really like spot on. I mean, also, you you can't control Casey, too. So it's kind of interesting that you did. But, you know, it's a trip. So Casey and I started talking um, in May, right? May of 2012. That Halloween, I had a, a house party and I got so drunk. And for some reason, we ended up in the bathroom. I think I was like fixing something, makeup or something. But I was pretty wasted. And like, I just... By then, I think I already knew. I don't know if we, yeah, we had already told each other we loved each other. And I was started telling him about this, like this tarot card reader person. I'm like, you know what's crazy? You're the third guy in my life, like since she said that. And da da da. And I was just you like, you have to marry me now. No, I didn't say that, but I was just like, wouldn't it be crazy if like that was true and like we'd end up marrying? And then he told me later on, like years later, that like me saying that kind of freaked him out but got him excited because he like he wanted that to be true Your future Aww. wife yeah isn't that fucking he cute? hired her dude I'm fucking <laughs> like 10 auntie. years earlier <laughs> it was his Chinese auntie he's like I got you baby it was a like, Mexican lady you, oh. you style <laughs> yeah right where he like planted it planted it all damn mm-hmm. even before I got pregnant with Isaac mm-hmm. yeah that's, <laughs> that's crazy he was spying on you yeah. from the, across the street he was a neighbor <laughs> damn but yeah that was like the closest thing i had um there was this other one too where i had this co-worker at a hospital that i worked at and she says she said that she could read people's palms and then so she ends up i mean this one is i think is complete bullshit but whatever we'll see but she ended up saying like oh yeah i could see your son in my palm for mm-hmm. some reason she could see my son's future and oh. she said that my son is going to be really handsome and have all these ladies on him and that he's going to be making lots of money and be very successful and I'm like <laughs> okay <laughs> lady so generic exactly and I'm like, like it'd be whatever she was like case. he's going to be a banker and he's going to work at this <laughs> bank on this street and <laughs> but just in case it does happen Isaac take care of your Thea <laughs> do I feel like for an episode like a YouTube type style video we should bring in a medium or like a tarot card reader or something yeah. like that she like pulls up my she starts screaming yeah <laughs> she oh just God. like she sees the fucking devil the card pops up let's have a slumber party yeah let's invite a tarot oh, yeah. person yeah. <laughs> I'm like see the thing about those is like what if like I'm in a relationship already and she goes mm, yeah that's not the one sweetheart. oh I know and it becomes like a self-fulfilling thing True. I'll be like, it's like inception Plants in your a brain. Seed in your brain. Yeah. That actually did happen to me. So um, I was like really in love with back when I was with my ex. It was the same girl, like, but it was the year before she was talking about Steve. Mm-hmm. So it was the year before I was with my ex, and I was really in love with him, super in love. But I felt hurt constantly. Like he would always do mindfuck games, and I couldn't like quite prove it. And like I felt very like he was gaslighting me all the time, mm-hmm. and like I just felt like um, like I I I knew he was 
it was kind of toxic, but I couldn't stop loving him. So I'm like, we're supposed to be together then. And she told me that she's like, it was the same thing because I, I wanted her to say, you guys are meant to be together and you're just working through this or whatever. But she goes, um, all right, you're not supposed to be with this guy like like forever, but you're supposed to be with him for at least another year. Whoa. And through this oh. year, you're going to hit like the lowest lows and the highest highs. And what it's going to do is like deepen your emotional capabilities. Like, like you're, you'll feel depths of emotion that you've never felt before. And you'll be able to use that in your future, like for your path. Like it's meant to be for your path. Like mm -hmm. you're, you're supposed to be able to pull from these emotional depths to help other people with. And I was like, what the fuck? So I'm not going to be with him in a year. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, you missed the whole He's <laughs> like, wait, I'm supposed to be with him though. But that was the point. Like, yeah. so That's I so know funny. we're going to break up in a year. And I was like set on proving her wrong that like, of course, we're going to be together. Mm -hmm. Like, because we, we'd have these crazy fights and then we'd make up and I feel like he got me more than any other person. And I'm like, there's no way I'm supposed to be with anyone else. And, uh, and then like, yeah, like a year later, like I find out he's cheating on me which is like the last straw he did so many other things that should have been the last straw but mm -hmm. it was really the cheating that like made it the last straw and it took me a while to get over him but um, then I saw her and she was talking about this guy that I knew already that was mm -hmm. gonna be the one and I was like these fucking guys you had no way mm -hmm. <laughs> and then damn yeah. who is this lady yeah. I'm like mm -hmm. asking for all Can these you invite her to our sleepover yeah I'll see you still know her <laughs> yeah she ended up becoming like when I first started going to her it was like 2010 and I would just go once or twice a year and um, she like was just a small like was in this small little thing that sold like crystals and stuff like and plaza kind of yeah thing. and um I don't even remember how I found her. I, oh yeah, because they had a tea room in there, and I was just checking out their tea room because I'd never mm -hmm. been to one before. And then they had like a psychic in the back, and I'm like, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so she ended up being like a celebrity psychic. Like she became like very successful, and she recently opened All I'm up. I'm hearing her is own expensive. Place. True. Yeah, I mm -hmm. think she is. Will more, she give you an old school discount now? Um, mm. Maybe. <laughs> so you, do you see mm -hmm. her? When was the last time? I, I haven't seen her in like two, three years. But oh, um, yeah, so does dude, she know I, that Steve? Like, because you've yeah. been married long enough, yeah, so she yeah. knows that it came true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. And she's met him, too. Oh. <laughs> she yeah. told you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> what does Steve say about her? Um, he he likes her. He's like, oh, she's, like, very positive. Like, mm -hmm. um, he, like, gets good vibes off people. Like, Will he let her read him? No. Oh. He, he's just, like, I don't, I think he's kind of closed off to that yeah. stuff. So. Yeah. I feel like, like I'm kind of closed off, too, but then I kind of still want to do it, but I'm kind of still closed off to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I we mean, were to have her, I'll just be like, can you read it? If it's bad, can you not tell me? Yeah. <laughs> you have yeah, to just, just like, take it with a grain of salt yeah. and like take it like as entertainment and then if something like happens from it you're like oh well that's crazy mm -hmm. like it can't I guess you can't I'm put afraid. all your eggs in it I'm afraid of like being like that is so it is actually true and I'm gonna live my life by what this person says I'm scared because I feel myself easily like slipping into that like crazy swayed. town yeah like so a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. that I went to remember how you told me like you need to start hosting shows literally like a week later was when I got a call from Machinima saying hey we want to give you your own live show Dang. Whoa. I said, I was like, what the fuck? And that was like the beginning of my streaming career and like That's video crazy. and YouTube and everything career. So it was fucking wild. You know what's crazy too no, though? I'm true. saying all of this 
But because I started like thinking to myself and I'm like, I am a strong believer of destiny. Like Mm -hmm. I do believe that anything that's meant to happen, it will find a way to make it happen. Like everything that we experience in life and everyone's journey, it might be different. Like it's not going to be like exactly, exactly calculated to the T of what you're going to do. I don't think it's that crazy, but I do believe that major events in your life that happen, it's because they were gonna happen they're meant to happen i kind of hate that though because then it's like some people have the shittiest fucking lives and it's just like well that was destiny you had no option i think there's free will yeah yeah i mean i think there is enough to like sway it like i'm saying you can go this way or you can go this way kind of yeah because then like some people just get like they're like in fucking like slave you know prostitution and all that shit and they just die and i'm like was that their destiny that's fucked up steve used to have a dream uh, like about this street that he had never seen before where he was in his 30s and he died in the dream like he got shot at gunpoint and he used to have that dream over and over again since he was 12 oh my god and um until until his birthday he moved and he saw that street like when he was so he had the he had the dream at first when he was in virginia and then when he moved to california he saw that street in San Diego and he kept having those dreams throughout his entire life and he told me about them and he's like he was in a limo and like there it was almost like he was yeah he was like some sort of like it was you limo (laughs) he was inside of me Um, but yeah don't ever walk down that street with him (laughs) that's what it is this uh like this thing happened that i stopped him from going to and we think that that might have like it he stopped having the dreams after that and then he became the age that he was in the dream and and it didn't happen obviously but like there was this one event that i feel like could have been a catalyst to him going going there yeah uh which i won't talk about here but yeah yeah, it's pretty nuts like we had a friend that was like oh yeah you definitely would have been dead if you went to that what (laughs) yeah yeah that's crazy because he knows like some fbi people is crazy Yeah. yeah but Anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We thought we'd try something a little different today. And, different mood. Uh, let us know how like how you deal with loss and all this stuff, because I'm sure there's a lot of people in the comments that uh, can relate and you have different stories than we do. And uh, we love that. We love reading all of that. So, <gasps> Oh, yeah. Tell us your, your supernatural stories, because I really want to read that that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't comment much, but I'm always kind of scrolling through and reading it. Same. So I love to read that stuff. Yeah, we'd be snooping on those and if comments. I, and if I ever die, I'm going to happy haunt you guys it's gonna be great let us know if we should have a sleepover too and have like a true we definitely need to have that happen i mean we're like so close already ready for it subscribe like all that stuff review and we'll see you next time our merch too bye Bye. Bye. imagine if she tells me you're gonna be pregnant i'm like fuck you